This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, everybody? You got Aaron and Stanger here. And before we start today's episode, we want to talk to you about a great sponsor we have for the show called Nourished. Aaron, you taking your multivitamin? You on it? Um, I have been a hit or miss multivitamin person. I don't know that I feel the difference. And so I don't think I have ever just maintained it, you know? Yeah, I, I feel like I've maybe gone on and off more than I would have liked to. Yeah. Um, and I think that, you know, having something like Nourish to where they're they're delivering your multivitamin to your door mm-hmm. every week so that you're covered, you're never without it. And the fact that it's in one delicious gummy would make me more inclined to do it. I feel like yes. I'd stick with it. Showing up at the door, it's kind of a fun treat to have. And- they're doing some interesting things that maybe some other multivitamin companies aren't doing. Um, uh, yeah, right? I'll say this. I'll, when, when I found out, you know, that we were having a gummy, uh, a yummy gummy that's a multivitamin, I was like, okay, I'm in. Because I don't like just like popping a pill, swallow, you know, it's like, oh, that's boring. But a gummy feels like I'm having like a, like a after school snack again. Right. And so people are immediately thinking like, okay, so it's a gummy. How, how much you know, vitamins, how many nutrients are they packing in there? What could they possibly pull off? It's an interesting thing. You got to see these, these, um, nourished gummies, they're stacks. Yeah. And so it's a lot of, you're getting a lot in this gummy and they have, um, their, their deal is they recommend seven nutrients to personalize your goals and they put it all into one sugar-free tasty gummy snack. Uh, and so what you do, you go to nourished, you take a quiz, and based on what your goals are, what you want from your gummy, what you need, they're going to recommend seven nutrients to help you support your health and wellness goals. It's also vegan and sugar-free. So if you're like, oh, it's a gummy, it's probably got you know tons of sugar. No, it's sugar-free and sustainable. They've also got eight delicious flavors to choose from, and they can be changed each month if you're wild. Right. They're 3D printed, which is their own kind of unique technology, and they're made fresh to order. So based on what you decide you need and what they're going to determine from that quiz. They're making your gummies fresh to order for you. So if you search, get nourished to take the quiz, find out what you need. You can also go to the, uh, their website, us.get nourished.com. Use promo code dumbbells to get 50% off your first order. Right on promo code dumbbells guys, check it out and let's start the episode. certified personal trainer and classic kombucha trilogy drinker this is ryan stanger certified personal trainer and domestic goddess wow you found us a comedy fitness podcast called the dumbbells committed to bringing you inspiration motivation and sometimes information hey dumbbells let's get dumb Was that the worst one we've done? No, I know for was, me it was. Uh, that was great. Um, our guest, Kevin McAllister, us. You <laughs> <laughs> really did. Yeah. Oh, man. He knows he's wow. in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, we have gone to the point where we do just, well, I, you told me that you just look around the room before you say you're I'm Ryan Stanger and I, you know. I have a stapler or something, you know, and you, well, and so that, that's what I, I decided to do today. And it really was rough. 
it was rough. I I don't always. I'm just if I need some inspiration, sometimes like um something will pop into my head before I'm doing it. But you know, I'm I don't ever put too much um stress into it. <laughs> yeah, and I'm the day before just r- making lists of what do I have, who am I, what do I do other than Aaron McGowan, certified personal trainer. You contain multitudes. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I just said I drink classic kombucha trilogy. Hey, that's something. Also, what does kombucha even do? Anyways, that's for another day. <clears throat> let's let's <clears throat> talk about it with our guest. Let's see. Maybe he knows. Um, we'd like to welcome to the weight room, everybody, today a comedian writer has written on Mixed Dish, which is a show my parents have heard of, which is huge because, like, what do parents even know? And is writing on a new show that is coming out in on Hulu, Maggie, in June. So check it out. Oh, maybe July. I just <laughs> forgot. Welcome to our welcome to the weight room, Jesse Esparza. Wow. <clears throat> Hello. Thank you so much for having me. It is July because it's currently June, so it is coming out in July. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> nailed it. I almost nailed it. I almost nailed yeah. your intro, but it's real it's, hit or miss every once in a while. Okay. I just go off the rails. So You have trouble with the order of months and calendars. It's all right. <laughs> it's not your fault. Yeah. June, July, Jesse. It was like everything is, you know. Yeah. Acceptable. No, that's fine. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Jesse, do you have any idea about kombucha? Do you have any thoughts, feelings, concerns? I hate it. I never liked it. I never got it. I don't understand. If you want to get drunk, just drink a beer or a wine. And if you want tea, just drink tea. I don't understand what it's for, you know? I never. That's a fair point. What's it trying to do? You ain't tea. You ain't going to get me buzzed. What are you? (laughs) Yeah, this product, this is what this says on the bottle I'm drinking. Okay, it says this product is considered a beer and contains a natural effervescence. Please open carefully. Just drink a a fucking beer. You know, that's not going to get you buzzed at all, girl. Listen, it's not. (laughs) I don't know what you're doing. Well, it's not five o'clock where I'm at, so I'm trying to be, you know, (laughs) casual, a casual drunk. What a bottle of rosé. How about that? Fuck kombucha. <laughs> That's what Jason and I do on Saturdays. Don't you worry. <laughs> Listen, when we bought our house, uh, that you know, our, our realtor gave us a case of rosé. And oh. Jason drank almost every ounce of it. <laughs> and he's like, I love rosé. And I was like, I mean, I, I do too, but share. So, uh, cir- circling back to kombucha, I remember I was I was um when I was training some people, I had a bunch of real richy rich clients out in Brentwood. Mm. It's a mm. it's a nice kind of rich part of Los Angeles, uh, you know, on the west side towards the mm-hmm. water, and so there was a there was a Whole Foods there, and this was before Jeff Bezos bought. Amazon bought Whole Foods. It was little, it was less working, man. It was like, it was on the level of like a Bristol Farms or something. Like you felt like, wow, this is really fancy. <laughs> Bristol. I like, I would go there and be like, I can't fucking afford anything. Like I couldn't get anything. You, you couldn't get out of there for less than $37. And like I would, every yeah. once in a while I would treat myself and go there and I would see all these real rich, uh, unaccessible people 
drinking kombucha. And I was like, what the fuck? What is this? Like what everybody had it. They all had the little bottles. I'd see like a, a, a like a mom and her baby. Like everybody would have the bottle. The babies would have smaller bottles. It was just like ducklings, like all like in a line with all bottles of kombucha. And so finally one day I bought it and I just, it looked like juice or something. I was like, it's going to be like a juice. And it does definitely doesn't taste like that. So initially I was disgusted by it. Cause I was like, this is not fucking juice. It's like, it's gone bad. Your kombucha is bad. <laughs> but then I real I got I developed a little bit of a taste for it and if you know that it's kind of champagne like it's going to taste a little champagney it can start to taste kind of good. I'm with you Jesse in that like no. I don't know drink it if you <laughs> like it but don't You've expect anything out of it. You've been in Brentwood too long. I it can't got me? deal with it. It's, yeah, the Brentwood bug gotcha. It's, I don't get it. I don't get the people that make their own you know, it's all like they bottle it. I don't it's get like, the loogie, the loogie yeah. in the bottom of it. The like mother, the mother, yeah. the mother whatever. <laughs> I and don't like, know what that is. Literally, they're like, hmm, I can't wait to drink this in two and a half months. You know, it's like, I can't <laughs> deal with any of this. It's insane. Yeah. I'm over it. I'll never be in the kombucha. Sorry. Yeah, no, you're really investing say- in your future thirst. You're like, Fuck, I'm gonna want this six months from now. You guys, it also has electrolytes. So so rethink. Rethink, reimagine, relive, repurpose. Um I like the the bite. I like that's what I, I like about I it. I see, I like that's what I I came around on it, but I, I would say drink it because you like the taste of it. Don't expect anything out of it. It's not gonna Is get you drunk. It's supposed to help your like um insides. Gut? You maybe yeah. maybe it's got some um, some uh, probiotics <laughs> in there. Said, no, Mm-mm. I think it's you're right to lie. be skeptical. I like. I'm with Jesse. I want to be skeptical about it. Fuck. Big that. Pharma <laughs> says, "Yeah, I'm not. No, Brent, I, uh, well, I'm not Brentwood. It didn't <laughs> get me. I, oh, I no, did. The, <laughs> you were the most Brentwood of all of us. No, dude. Say. I got. Je- Listen, Aaron. I got. <laughs> Jesse woke me up from the Matrix. Like he plugged yeah. me in. I was. And then he recognized, like, this guy's wavering on his Brentwood allegiance a little bit. I'm going to wake yeah. him up out of it. And now I'm just going to have rosé or a beer. Thank <laughs> you. If you want beer, drink a beer. If you want tea, drink a tea. If your stomach hurts, get some Pepto-Bismol. Come on. You don't need some kombucha. You don't need it for any reason other than to say that you're spending $5 on a bottle of shit, you know? <laughs> Oh man, but you're, it does make me feel better than everyone. So that, what's the price oh, on that? Yeah. What okay. is the price on that? Yeah. Right. What is smug run these days? Smug. I know. Um, <laughs> okay. So Jesse, let's talk about you. Um, so we, we like to talk when we have a guest on, it's always kind of fun to hear about, uh, you know, where you grew up and, and what kind of house you were in. If you, if it was a quote unquote healthy household, or if you played, sports or you, you, you got encouraged to exercise. Did you have parents that pushed you into it? Uh, what do you think? <laughs> okay. No, this is good. This is good. Cause I was thinking about the, what the questions you were going to ask me today. And I did. And I was like, this is good. Cause I, this is a good story, but no, I grew up, I'm a thing. I'm a uh, only child grew up with my mom and grandma. And so like, you know, grandma would cook stuff, but like, I would always go to McDonald's, you know, they had like the yeah. happy meal Tuesdays or whatever for like a dollar. It was great. Um, but I went to a private Christian school my whole life and they didn't have sports, you know, like when you got into high school, they did have, you know, they did like the worst basketball and football and (laughs) stuff, you know, but for me, I was like, here's the thing. I was not a sports person at all. 
Like when I was growing up, my dad tried to get me to do soccer because he was such into soccer and he was like from Mexico and he loved soccer. And he was like, my son is going to do soccer. And I'm like, nah, I'm so sorry. I can't. It's so- <laughs> soccer is nonstop running. No, thank yeah. you. Uh-huh. I can't. Yeah. And when we did, when we did like practices, it was just like, God damn, you're running for an hour. You're doing, yeah, you know, so the exercises much. as an hour on the fucking field. And then you're kicking the ball. It, 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 I couldn't do it. I couldn't keep up with it. And I thank God I got asthma. Thank <laughs> <laughs> oh God I got asthma. <laughs> so when I was like a kid, I got diagnosed with asthma. And I was like, I can't do this. But then they tried to get me an inhaler, you know, and be like, you can just take the inhaler before <laughs> soccer practice. You can do it, you know. And so that lasted maybe four years, you know. And then I was like, listen, I wow. can't. I can't do this. I was always um, the defense, you know, because there's defense and then there's like the ha- mm-hmm. I, I, the forward and right. But, so, but I was always defense, yeah. just sitting there like, I hope I don't have to <laughs> run. You know, whenever, whenever they would come and try to score a goal, I'd be like, have at it. I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> you know, but like the running I could not do. <laughs> um, so that was my out was uh, asthma. And then... When I was in high school, <laughs> luckily I got into a car accident. <laughs> that oh <my> God. <laughs> <laughs> luckily I got asthma. Thank God I got asthma. And then yeah. finally, car accident. God, Thank God, God bless me with a car accident. Because then I got a note from my doctor being like, Jesse should not participate in sports. And so I was like, oh, thank God. You know, and I gave it to my, <laughs> P- to my PE teacher. And then, so I didn't have to do PE. And then when that ran out, because, you know, they had like an expiration date on that note or whatever. Sure. I was like, and listen, it was Christian. So like we were, it wasn't like Mr. and Mrs. It was like brother and sister. So I sat down and I was like, oh, listen, gross brother. Right. Let me let me, you know, let me talk to you real quick. How about this? And I came up with a plan. And this is what I did in high school. Instead of doing P.E., I was like, how about during P.E.? I clean your classroom <laughs> and, then oh my- and he was oh like, okay. And so during PE, wow. all the boys would go down and do like football or basketball or whatever. And I would just sit there with the vacuum cleaning and, you know, organizing the desk, going through people's uh- pockets. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And so that what was, was the craziest all, shit that, you ever found. What was the craziest shit nothing, you ever found? No, there was a guy that I had a crush on and I was like, Ooh, what is he? Ha-? You know, but I didn't find anything crazy. Um, and then <laughs> after that, I, I transferred to a performing fine arts school, which spoiler didn't have PE either. They had like dance class, you know? And so I yeah. did one, I did one class and then wasn't good enough. And so I, I dropped it. But uh, so luckily during oh. my adolescence and through high school, I did no sports. I did a little bit of soccer <laughs> as a kid and then gave up, had asthma, got in the car accident. But honestly, when I was like in high school, I was like, I want to take tennis. And so my mom enrolled me in tennis classes. I was 16 and I was taking tennis lessons with like eight year olds. Because <laughs> we didn't, yeah. I didn't, I guess she didn't know that it was for children. And so I showed up and everyone's like <laughs> yeah. seven and eight, you know, and I'm just like, that's it's been a, you know, a pattern is like just trying and then giving up immediately. <laughs> Did you, did you fucking dominate? Yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, the first, kids? the first couple of lessons were just like, okay, and now you're going to hit the ball back, you know? And that, yeah. that was it. Um, <laughs> so that was, that was my breadth of, uh, 
you know, sportsmanship <laughs> as a child. <laughs> now, were you thinking about doing exercise or was it just basically like, I just want to avoid activity at all costs type thing? I um, think so. Then, I think soccer really fucked me up because it's yeah, so yeah. much, yeah. so much running. It's, it is. I think, and even before it starts to get fun, it's just the, it's so daunting and how much running there is, you know, I guess I'm if you sorry, can kind fun? of put, when did yeah. it get fun? <laughs> I need to know that. Listen, the pizza parties were fun. We did pizza parties at Lamb Post Pizza and got to play video games. That was fun. But doing the games was not fun at all. Where was this? Where were you growing up? Sacramento, California. Oh, Sacramento. Okay. I I lived in like Sacramento there for a while. I went to high school in Rockland. Do you know where Rockland is? Yeah, that's like not really Sacramento, but people are like, no, Sacramento. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of like, yeah, you have to, we have to fucking current off of, um, or like draft <laughs> off of Sacramento because nobody knows where the fuck Rockland is. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. North Man, of I, um, the thought of running a soccer field is so daunting to me. Like, like I played basketball and, and very poorly, <laughs> but enthusiastic, but not good. And, uh, and that, was like just perfect. If that was a soccer field, I would have probably tried soccer. But right. the soccer field is like four times that size, or I don't know, is it as big as a yeah. football field? It could it, be as it, big it, as a football field to me. <laughs> like it's so big. It's like just people are just running marathons inside these little, you know, four lines. And that's crazy. the game. That's the game. Yeah. You kick a ball up and yeah. down the field, and it's all so much running. Even when you are defense, you still have to run a little bit. You know, it's terrible. And they they had us doing so many like drills, and I'm like, we're children. And it's like dead <laughs> ass. It's so hot, you know, because it's, it's yeah, yeah. outdoors. It's fucking hot. Allergies everywhere. It was not a good look <laughs> at all. And then they give us fucking orange slices. I'm like, I don't need an orange slice. I can't. I I couldn't. I just couldn't do it. Sacramento is brutally hot too. And it is, yeah. it's a fall sport. So you practice in the summer, you know, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's brutal, man. Yeah. Um, I, I get it. I get it. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's enough to turn you off from it. You're like, what the fuck do I want to do this shit for? Exactly. Um, when, so when did, when did, when would you say your first kind of experience was w- with you choosing to actually do i would guess tennis is you, you mentioned that but but as far as like just some kind of workout thing or like oh well i want to go do i actually want to do something physical or i i feel like i should do something physical maybe i should phrase it right that wasn't until i moved to la and everyone's like fucking hot you know and i was like well (laughs) (laughs) yep okay (laughs) okay and that's when i started like working out was when i moved to la and i lived at Hollywood and Highland, if you know where that is, right next to that mm-hmm. big yeah, yeah. fitness. Yes. And that's what I started. I was like, when I moved to LA, I was like, I think I wanted to be a writer. But then as soon as I got there, I was like, everyone's hot. I'm hot. You know, I was 19 at the time. And I was like, I'm gonna be like Taylor fucking Lautner, bitch. And so I signed up for LA yes. Fitness immediately. And like, got into like the million year contract or whatever. And then started <laughs> yeah. going. And then I just didn't, I didn't know what I was doing. And I think I remember the first day just being so scared because I was like, oh, people are probably like professionals there, you know? And then just doing a lot. I did not knowing what I was doing and doing all the machines, not knowing what reps I was doing or how many or whatever. And then the next day, you know, where your arms are so sore, you can't even like lower them. Like that was me the next day. I was like, I did something wrong. 
you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's really funny. I, I do love the um, million year contract too. They, when you get like a good gym salesperson, they really yeah. are fucking wizards because they keep breaking the math down. And like by the end of it, you're like, mm-hmm. fuck, I can't afford not to sign up for 37 years. It's like, it's a dollar. <laughs> It's a dollar a day. I'm paying this much. You know, do I have that? Yeah, I do have like four quarters in my wallet. Yeah, okay. You know, and the next thing you know, you're like, fuck. The juice is running on that forever now. Like my kid's going to have to pay my gym membership, my reckless Mm -hmm. gym membership that I signed up for when I first moved out here. I still have Uh, LA Fitness and I haven't gone in maybe three years, but I still have. You still have it? No, I still have it. And I don't know because I think. They're like, oh, you can't just cancel over the phone or through the internet. You have to like hike up a mountain, oh my you know, and <laughs> truly, the, they make the, it put tricky. The, put the applicant, you have to print out an application and hike up a mountain and put the application into a letter box. You know, it's just a lot yeah. of, and I'm like, at the end of the day, I'm like, it's $30 a month. Who cares? Now it does add up over time and that's how they get you. Cause I'm totally. like, whatever, $30 a month, but it's been three years and I haven't even been one. <laughs> yeah. They totally and now you have another gym membership, right? I know, I do, I do, and I'm like, <laughs> well, maybe one day I'll go on my off day, and I haven't gone ever. <laughs> yeah. So take yourself back to this. You go into LA Fitness. What did you like doing there? You mentioned that you were just kind of haphazardly just doing everything. But was there something yeah. you're like, ooh, I actually like this exercise, or I feel this, or this kind of makes me feel good? Yeah, well, did have, you start seeing results or your body change or anything like that? No. That's two questions <laughs> at once. No. <laughs> no, I did. Okay, so what happened was I didn't know what I was doing. And then I, like, you know, did online research. And I found mm. a workout that might still be online. It's called the Abercrombie Workout. Are you guys familiar? Oh, my God. Oh no, my God, but no, but I, I want to look it up. I get why people would want to do that, though, because those guys were it's, in great shape. It's called the Abercrombie Workout. And from what from what I remember, and it does kind of make sense. And I've done it maybe four times throughout my life. And I always stop at one phase because there's three phases. The first phase is just getting your body ready, right? And so like, that's mm-hmm. easy. You just go and you do a routine and you get used to going to the gym. The second phase is bulking up. So it's all about low reps, high weights, you know, and you're just getting very mm-hmm. like big and swole. And that's when mm-hmm. I would stop. Cause the third phase was you got to cut all the excess fat off and do cardio eight times a day and not eat anything. Sure. And that's the <laughs> point where I was like, I can't do this anymore. And so I would end up, yeah. I remember going to a UCB show once and David Brown was like, damn, you look swole. And I was like, Oh my God. Cause I was, and then there's also a diet to it too, where it's like during the second phase, when you're doing like the bulking up process, you have to eat like one and a half times your body weight in protein. So I was doing the muscle yep. milk, the fucking chicken breast, fucking, you know, protein yep. yeah. shakes, this, that, that, and creatine, whatever it was. And I bought all of it. And so I was very much <laughs> like, I was very swole, if you would say so. And then, but I never got to the third phase, which was like, you have to do so much cardio. To this day, I can't do cardio. But back then, like, mm. what I did like doing was, I I like lifting weights. It's easy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's easy. <laughs> it's like cleaning a classroom. Yeah, like that, you, know? <laughs> <laughs> you kind of break a sweat, but not really, and you feel good afterwards. So, like, I think that was what I enjoyed doing when I did go to the gym, and I did do that 
workout was just like, it's just easy. And to this day, I'm like, whenever I do like a resistance day, I'm like, easy, you know, but when it's cardio day, I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. And it goes back to my childhood. It was like, who wants to run that much? Well, truly, yeah. and you had this asthma that you was undiagnosed for a while, but really, though, and it did, it made it so, you know, like, wow, everybody else seems to be able to run, and I can't the same way. What the fuck's going on? You mm-hmm. didn't realize that you had this diminished lung capacity. So I think it's always going to, you're always going to have, like, this kind of negative neuro association with that, that kind of breathless feeling, you know, to where and it's like. be honest, like, my asthma wasn't that bad, you know? Like, you know <laughs> It was a cute. This is not the time for honesty. (laughs) (laughs) This is not. It was Uh, was very like mild, but I was like, I I can't do soccer. My lungs, you know, but like it wasn't that bad. This fucking car accident's going to take me out of commission for at least (laughs) until I'm graduated. Yeah, it was a small, it was a small like rear end, you know, it wasn't even that bad. (laughs) It jolted us. Wait, is it is it all cardio or is it running? Like specific, uh, it, I hate running. I won't do it. But like even cardio, like the stuff I do now is very hard, and I hate. Like you know, right now it's a lot of like jumping and a lot of like you know ice skaters and a lot of like moving your body. And I'm like, can we just not <laughs> do that? You know, can we not? I hate being sweaty. I hate you know getting my heart rate up. <laughs> 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 it's, but I mean, those I are the main do. things. I know. Well, th- this um, this Abercrombie workout sounds interesting. Like the 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 what yeah, you described. What you described makes sense to me. Like that is a good three phased approach to it. Um, yeah. And and uh, and so that's you know we like Aaron and I have been talking about this a lot because we people were asking us about the Northman diet for that, the Alexander Skarsgård did for that movie. Mm -hmm. And then Aaron's training somebody for a movie right now. And so it is this kind of like, there is some benefit in a little bit of like bulking up and then, Mm -hmm. and then, or a lot bulking up and then cutting back. But that cut phase is hard, you know, and like our list, our listeners always get, you know, cause we'll, we'll definitely preach like train out, train for life, you know, don't train for, Mm-hmm. one thing you know but yeah. we, we were talking about it. it can be fun to have like a little bit of a finite goal to where it's like oh i'm gonna try something i'm gonna go three phases and then see what happens but yeah that last yeah. one can be tough you know that third phase, never i never did it never will i don't think if i tried it right now i would not i would stop at the third phase honestly <laughs> How so? How where where do you feel the breakdown? It was number one cardio. What about diet? Were you able to kind of cut back on carbs? Have you messed around with that stuff? I have tried that before, but I get so like OCD about it, you know, that it's it's mm-hmm. really hard. And like when I was doing the Abercrombie workout, it was a lot of like you know meal. You know, you have to plan your. It's like you know, I was yeah, also doing yeah. a thing where it was like five small meals, a day, six small meals a day. You know, so it's like sure. yeah. Eggs, you know, so a lot of protein, and it's a lot of eating. And then I remember my I, my fitness idol Taylor Lautner did like a interview, and he was like, "I would just have to walk around with like meat in my pocket and like eat meat during the day." And I was like, "That sounds like <laughs> yes. an awful, horrible life to live," you know. Like the results <laughs> results are great, you know, but I'm like, I couldn't imagine walking around being like, "Got to eat some meat," and pulling meat out of a Ziploc bag in my pocket and eating it. You know, that just sounds. <laughs> 
awful and to what end? <laughs> or am I, is that going to be my life? Yeah. I can't have that be my life, you know? Yeah, been, it, it, it doesn't I, seem like meat travels well. It's not a good portable <laughs> that's snack. That's not the one. No. That's not for your pocket, you know? <laughs> the... No, and that's something that I think I am learning more now than I have ever in the past is that like when I was growing up, you were just like everyone you knew was on a diet Mm -hmm. and it was like, you know, people would fall off the diet and then maybe like, oh, I got I gained 10 pounds. And so I just thought you're supposed to like always be on a diet. I was like, oh, I think that the math there is that you are always on a diet. And so. Now, learning, talking, all of this kind of stuff, I'm like reading a lot more where it's like, oh no, you don't, if you're always in a diet mode, then your body just is like, this is not a diet. This is how much food you have. Mm -hmm. Like this isn't, so it just like shifts and then you have to like diet off of that and then your body is in starvation mode. And so like for you to fluctuate between like the bulk, the cut, maintenance, all of that stuff is it's, it's not forever. Like Taylor Lautner does not walk around all the time, but he wanted to look a certain way on camera. And that's where you get into these like crazy diets that people do for camera purposes. And then people at their home watching the movie goes, they look like that all the time. It's like, no, they don't. They look like that because they knew there was going to be a camera there and it was going to be forever on in a movie. And so, um, so it's a little more stressful than just, a day at the park with your family. Right. <laughs> so do you guys, do you remember how exciting that was when he got in shape for that movie? Because it, I, if I remember the kind of politics around it, he was just cast to play the part and then they were going to cast somebody else that was bigger and buff or whatever. And he was mm-hmm. like, no, fuck that. I'll, I can do it. I'm, I'll prove it. I'll get in shape. And then you see, and like, he fucking did. It was and so this thing is that he did, but guess what, bitch? He has a work sense. He has a work <laughs> It's all for what, Taylor? All for what? Yeah. <laughs> You're right. What happened? He did like an action movie or something, and yeah, that was it, like where he was like, uh, it bombed? Yeah, it oh. bombed. It bombed. It's hard for Jesse to say. I know. I. It's okay. He'll be fine. I follow him on Instagram. He has a dog. He, he's, he's doing okay. <laughs> he's got a dog. Good for him. That... Yeah, what was he? He was like a little spy, like a little kid spy or something, like a ripped Shark high school boy. spy. It's called Shark yeah. Boy and Lava Girl. He was Shark Boy? <laughs> yes. Taylor Lautner was Shark Boy? Oh yes. my gosh. I am I am old. <laughs> I feel oh my god. Okay. Oh, oh hey, you want to feel old, Aaron? He's Shark Man now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. I got to go. You want to feel old? Shark Boy's a man now. Um <laughs> Should I so tweet that you, or no? It's a little too inside. I think you should tweet it, but definitely <laughs> it'll be my first. It'll be my first tweet your, in six years. <laughs> first and final tweet. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I get two likes here, two likes from you guys, right? So that's um, let's build on that. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get on it on Twitter yeah. again for the yeah. first time. <laughs> Dudes, you got Aaron and Stanger here. We're interrupting the episode really quick to talk to you about a fun new sponsor we have for the show called diet smoke. <laughs> yeah, it is fun. It's always a good time when we get to, uh, you know, talk about some of the new edibles that are out there mm-hmm. and uh, diet smoke is doing something different um, in the edible game. You know, the, the problem with edibles is that it's oftentimes too much. Um, yep. you, you take your edible and 
you realize you don't feel like anything's happening. So maybe you take a little bit more. Yes. And then you're off to the races in a bad way and you've made a mistake. And then it's just a long time writing that out. I'll also say on the flip side of that, Aaron, is there's a lot of like um, CBD now where you don't really feel anything. So yeah. it's like, well, I'm not, I'm not getting any kind of scary high. But then at the same time, I'm like, what is this doing for me? It's really doing nothing. So Diet Smoke stepped up to the plate and they're like, you know what? There's a, there's a problem going on here. We're going to solve it. We're going to figure it out. And they've formulated their gummies to give you the perfect high. It's not too light. It's not too strong. It's just right. It's, uh, I would say when I have taken like gummies in the past, I have felt a lot of anxiety because mm-hmm. I don't know when it's going to be done or like, I, I don't know. It just like kind of amps me up in a way that I don't, I haven't enjoyed. And that isn't the case with diet smoke. It felt just like I, I knew I had taken a gummy, but I did not feel like I was in a, an emergency situation. Yeah, totally. I'm with you. I mean, it, you know, cause it can be a little, it can get dicey there. Paranoia sets in and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. what they did is they did this signature gummy and they optimized it with Delta eight hemp. And that's derived, it's Delta 8 hemp derived THC. And that's how they managed to perfect the ultimate manageable high. So you're not going to get paranoid. You're not going to, um, you know, feel anxiety. You're just going to feel good. You'll still feel high, like you're going to feel something, but it's just going to be good. It's going to be doable. It's going to be manageable. They got a couple of flavors, which I like. Two flavors, blue raspberry. I like the watermelon. And uh, it's a good time. Yeah, all of the Diet Smoke gummies are also third-party lab-tested to ensure quality for all batches, which I think, um, I like like that. I think it keeps everyone honest. Yeah. Um, You also don't need a medical card or license to order Diet Smoke. Um, It's 100% legal THC. Even if states where cannabis is not, it's still, you can order it. Yeah, they got that third party verifying things. And Aaron mentioned, you know, sometimes you don't know what you're going to get when it comes to gummies. Um, With Diet Smoke, each smoke gummy is infused with 10 milligrams of American made hemp derived Delta 8 THC. So you know what's up. You know how it's going to affect you. You know where it's going to take you every single time. And if you're not 100% satisfied, guess what, Stanger? You're getting your money back. No questions asked. I love it. So. When CBD isn't enough and traditional THC is too much, enjoy the smooth buzz of Diet Smoke. Use promo code DUMBELLS for 20% off your order. Go to dietsmoke.com and use the promo code DUMBELLS for 20% off your order. That's dietsmoke.com, promo code DUMBELLS for 20% off. Aaron and I, we also want to talk to you guys about... um, Man... Aaron, do you feel like you're working too hard sometimes? Um, I do feel like I was going to try to make a joke, but the truth is, is that yes, sometimes I do feel like I'm working too hard. Too many plates yes. spinning, too many balls yeah. in the air, too much stuff going mm-hmm. on. I don't know I'm trying to fit too much stuff in today. Um, I already feel it. You know, I feel burned out. Um, but I tell you what, burnout doesn't always happen from working too much. That's, yeah. that's kind of like the obvious culprit. You think you're working too much. Um, but not the case could be not taking enough time for yourself. Um, you could be trying to be too many things to too many people. It's not just yep. about how many, like, you know, hours you're clocking in on every day could yeah. be, um, I don't know, you know, 
too many dad responsibilities or you know whatever it is dog mom yeah. responsibilities <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it can kind of show itself in different ways like um lack of motivation irritability stanger yeah. uh, fatigue stanger come on <laughs> i'm so annoyed and- <laughs> at how tired you're making me <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it can, it's, it shows itself in a lot of ways that you, you know, you take out on those people closest to you and on yourself. Right. So BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you to prioritize yourself. Talking with someone can help you figure out what's causing the stress in your life. Yeah. Um, I will say sometimes that's all I talk to my therapist about is just like how, what I, what I did in the day. And then she'll say, why don't you take some time for yourself? And then I say, okay. And then that's the therapy session. And then I feel better after I take a little time for myself. Uh, it's, it sounds simple, but I mean, people ignore it. They don't do it. And then they feel bad and they don't know why. And if really, if they just reached out to somebody, if they got some help, they met with the licensed professional therapist, they may get some tools that would help them in the future. You know, it's not always about it's not always about just dumping your feelings on somebody. You know, sometimes you're doing active work with that therapist and you're coming up with strategies and, and tools that you can use so that you feel good and the people around you feel good. Um, BetterHelp's going to do that. They're offering customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anybody on camera if you don't want to. And it's, much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Right on. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash dumbbells. That's betterhelp.com slash dumbbells. Okay, wait. So after Abercrombie, mm-hmm. what comes next? Good question. I have an answer. Next, I bought a book <laughs> called because I was like, I can't. This is not go. This is not okay. You know, the three phases thing. Okay. I'm not going to do it. And so I bought a book called, uh, I think it was like 36 Days to a Hollywood Body, and I and I still have it, and I still have it. And that was <laughs> that was more of like, and this is where I learned there's different body types. But then it went, it spiraled me into what body type am I? You know? <laughs> yeah, you know? of course. Cause there's, as we know, there's an ectomorph, a mesomorph and an endomorph. Right. And then they yeah. gave, they gave, you know, in the book examples, you know, so I think an ectomorph would be like Brad Pitt or Toby McGuire. And you know me, I'm like, I'm Brad Pitt, you know, but I don't, <laughs> but my whole, <laughs> they're like, Brad Pitt in Fight Club, the ultimate, and no more. And I was like, me, that's me. But no, I don't think that's true. <laughs> and so I, it was a lot of going back and forth between what, and then, then I learned there's, you can be in between two, you know? And so mm-hmm. that oh, was part no. two of like, oh my God, what am I? Cause it, cause it, in essence, to the people that don't know, is like, I think I might have these wrong, but an ectomorph is like more of a thinner, you know, body type. And they, they don't, they don't build muscle that well, but they can eat anything and they won't gain weight. And then I think an endomorph cool. is more like, you know, they, they can gain muscle very much easily, but then they kind of have a little spare tire. You know, they have a harder time losing mm-hmm. that last 10 pounds. And then the mesomorph, they're like Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> you know, they're like, 
uh, what uh, Roseanne's husband? You know, like they're like uh, badass. John Goodman. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> it's always a struggle. <laughs> Who said fat asses? That's basically what it was. And so I was like, well, I'm not in that category. So it was always like, which one am I? And I would try to go back and forth between each one. And then, but that was hard too. So that was just a bust as well. That stuff is tricky. I want this book. I want to see this book. I don't need it, but yeah. Yeah. How how did they arrive at 36 days? Because I think it's like, it's two weeks. Maybe it was more than 36 days, but it was two weeks. It was six weeks. I'm sorry. Six weeks to a Hollywood body. And the okay. first two weeks, again, is the prep, you know, getting you ready, getting yeah. in the routine, blah, blah, blah. And then four weeks is getting your body in its perfect shape for whatever your body type is. And I, yeah. I, I think I did. I think I did all six weeks for multiple body types. And then I was like, why don't I look like Brad Pitt? You know? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, is sick is it nutrition or is it exercise it's exercise and nutrition and their kind of philosophy is you can eat okay this is what it is and i think i remember because i did this recently where it's like you can eat as much protein like good protein as you want so like chicken Mm -hmm. turkey blah blah blah. a palm size portion of turk of of protein right and then you can Mm -hmm. have either Double that in good carbs, quote unquote, you know, which is like, I don't know, vegetables mm-hmm. or something, or the same amount in like bad carbs, which is like, you know, brown rice or whatever. And so it was a lot of math. It was a lot of math and I'm not good at math, you know, but it was like <laughs> this amount of protein with this amount of carbs and you're good to go. But it's all about like portion control kind of, you know, where they're like, mm-hmm. and they're like, if you go out to a restaurant, don't touch the bread, order a house salad immediately with no dressing, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> he touched the bread he touched the bread Uh, yeah and it's like you can eat this much protein but if you want a piece of bread you can't have you know it's a lot of rules a lot of rules yeah and so i I I, tried to do that but it's hard especially being in los angeles you know when you're on the go doing all this stuff it's very hard to like meal prep and sit down and eat you're always on the go for me i was at least you know back in the day so it was always hard for me to be like well, how do I do this? And how do I do that? I was broke at the time. I didn't know how to do anything. It was terrible. So I never, I never got uh, to the Hollywood body I wanted. <laughs> you know, it's, what strikes me is I, I remember a lot of discussion about ectomorph, endomorph, mesomorph. Like, that used to be, people would talk about it more. And I think now it's kind of, you know, maybe the science has loosened up a little bit around it. I mean, you know, Aaron and I talk about on the show, people are always trying to have an angle, sell a book, you know, people Mm -hmm. with exercise want definitive information. And unfortunately what you tend to learn is that there's no real definitive information. It's just like, look, everybody's different. That's not satisfying at all. It's just like, well, what, what the fuck am I? And what should I do? Um, but I do think that there is some value in examining, you know, your body type and your frame and, you know, being realistic about what's going to be possible for you. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say that people should look, you know, like, oh, no, I'm doomed to be a mesomorph or, you know, whatever it is, or an ectomorph, right. and there's nothing I can do about it. But at the same time, like, I used to, um, we have a lot of the same reference points, Jesse, for somehow, where I, like, <laughs> I would, like, look at Brad Pitt in Fight Club and be like, that is my goal. I will do that. I would trick myself into thinking that it was possible for me. And it really wasn't. I mean, I'm not, I'm not built like him, 
Mm-hmm. And um, if I were to even get close to that, it'd be something I could maintain for a day before I toppled over and died or something. <laughs> and so, you know what I mean? But it's just like, you just, you know, I don't know. You can kind of like trick yourself or, 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 or convince yourself or use confirmation bias or whatever it is. Or if it, if you don't achieve it, you can feel like a failure. And so I do think that there is some value in taking stock of what you got and then mm-hmm. kind of making the most of it. Like, Oh, look, I, you know, I have, you know, this, this is my body and this is the best I can get it. And that's great. Um, or, you know, I, I can accentuate these great features I have or, or whatever it is. I don't know. I I don't know where I stand with it. I don't, what do you guys think? Yeah. Cause I, I always, my whole thing was always like, I want to be an ectomorph. I think I'm using that right. Where it's like Tobey Maguire or Brad Pitt, you know, where it's like thin and lean but I'm like, I've never, I don't think I've, I've been, I've never been that body type, you know, where it's like, I, I feel like I'm more of like a, you know, heftier, you know, not like, you know, but I feel like I'm in the middle where I'm not, I'm never yeah. going to be like tiny, you know? And so like, and I was trying for so long to be that type, but it's like, that's never going to happen. Like you said, it's never going to happen. And so when I learned that, I was like, oh, okay, now I can just you know, go for this body type where I think in the book, they're like an an endomorph is the rock, Dwayne the rock. And I'm like, maybe not that great, you know, but it's just more muscular. (laughs) You can build muscle, you can build more muscle, but you have a harder time losing fat, I guess. And so I'm like, okay, that's, that's the lane I should be in. You know, that should be like the, the goal. Yeah. I mean, kind of like, and you know, being, being aware, being eyes open to that kind of stuff, because, you know, there are these people that we know that, that don't seem to gain any weight and they can have, mm-hmm. you know, a seemingly unlimited diet and not, not yeah. really be affected by it. Whereas my weight can fluctuate Crazy. 10 pounds yeah. in a week. I mean, like crazy, mm-hmm. you know, huge numbers to where I'm like, definitely not me. Like if I'm, you know, I, if I'm not careful, it can really run away from me. And it's, you know, that's not to say I can't eat or be comfortable or feel fed, but right. it's, it's, it's certainly like, I'm not like, wow, I, 10 days in a row with a big lumberjack breakfast and <laughs> nothing, nothing to show for it. You know, I mean, it right. definitely, yeah. So yeah, we're never going to be them. But then also on the flip side, those people are probably like, I wish I could gain some muscle, you know, but it's sure. harder for them. Yeah. So I'm like, it's, you know, you, you just have to be comfortable with, you just have to be comfortable with who you are, you know, That's yeah. it's, it's a joke and it's true. It's very yeah. true. Let me ask you guys I, about bread. Oh, go ahead, Aaron. Sorry. I know. I just, I don't, I think I missed this, this, um, like this trend of talking about this stuff. So I, I'm like, I, I don't, I don't think I've ever like known what I am. So now I'm, now I want to. Well, I mean, it's by, it's by their definition, which we, I think we can all agree maybe flawed. It's like, they're trying to sell this sure. book. You know, I mean, it's like maybe, and like, there's probably 10 categories. They're making three categories of it. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. like, I feel like they use endomorph as this kind of catch all where you could be kind of like this or kind of like that mm-hmm. or kind of like, and you're like, well, that's a lot of range in there for, you know, and I, right. and I, you know, I think people like Jesse and I, you know, would get like a little, could get discouraged by just reading like, oh, I'm, I'm one of these three categories and I don't like the one I think I am, you know, <laughs> I don't know if people should like take it it's as like the Enneagram. You guys know Enneagram? Is that yeah. the kind of personality you are? Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's like, I found out that I'm like the worst one. Oh no. <laughs> what, like, so what are, what are they? Give me a couple of them, Aaron. ESTJ, just, INTS. No, that's 
Oh, is that not that's it? That's the uh, Myers. That's Myers Briggs. Well, right? I want to hear yeah. those. I want to hear those too, Jesse. So, what's what? Are, which those one are you thinking of, Aaron? And then I want to hear that one. Mine is like mine. The Enneagram. It's not mine. It's a thing. That's not mine. No, it's and, your uh, science it's that one, you believe in. It's one through nine. They're just numbers, and it's like I'm a three. Which is like a narcissist, essentially. Um, it's like it's like you're always looking at yourself. It's vain. They're vain. Um, it's just like I was like, I thought I was like one of the nice ones. Like there's like a helper. Um, there's you know I was like I'm probably the I'm probably the helper one. I was like, no, bitch, <laughs> you're vain as shit. I was like, okay, cool. Thank you so much. That's Let me go funny. get my nails done. Thank you. Somebody once um, told me I was an LA three, but like a Minnesota six. What does oh, that that's mean? A different, oh, that's okay. a different, that's a different A Minnesota six. Stanger, you could get more numbers in Minnesota. That's you're like a Minnesota, probably Look, that's nine just, or 9.5. That's just what this person told me. Um, uh, <laughs> But, you know, hey, look, you know, I've seen some princes from Minnesota. He's a 10. Um, uh, so that's interesting. The narcissist, the three. Now, Jesse, what were you thinking of? I was thinking Myers-Briggs, which is like the four letters. Uh, mm-hmm. But I did. I We did this uh, in one of my rooms earlier. And so I, I have the results. I'm an eight on the Enneagram, which is the challenger. So powerful, dominating, Ooh. self-confident, decisive, willful, confrontational. Ooh, and so class. I'm like, okay, I get this. But then there's also the Myers-Briggs, which is like, yeah, I and If you're an introvert yeah. or extrovert, um, I, I'm a ENFP. And then they have- I don't remember also, what the N stands for. And then they have like, you know, uh, nicknames for them. I forget which one I am, you know, but it's like- I forget. Oh my God. It's like, you know, the entrepreneur, the, the, the mediator, the logician, you know, different ones like that. I forget what I am. I'm like the annoying one. <laughs> What's, is there like, well, a, I'm probably the narcissist, I guess. <laughs> is there like a, a, a rela- one is. like a relaxer? That's probably what I'd be like hanging back. Yeah. The chill <laughs> doesn't chill have the bed. energy to argue. <laughs> okay. This is, I just looked it up. This, the Enneagram type three, the technical term is instead of narcissist, <laughs> competitive achiever. Wow. That's cool. Okay. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, the girl that was like, Oh, I'm a three. And she was like telling me about what it was. It was like before I knew I was a three. She was like, mm. um, I was like, oh, all these things kind of sound like me. And she was like, yeah, have you ever um, used your rear view mirror to actually look behind you? Or do you just use it as a mirror? And I was like, only a mirror. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was like, really? I always have to move it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm a, I'm a narcissist. <laughs> um, well, you're just so, checking anyways. out. You're checking yourself out. Yeah, you're just checking. Hey, what's going on? Am I got a booger? Got stuff in my teeth? Am I still? I think I look the same. Hey, look, I think that's reasonable. It's a short life, you know. You gotta <laughs> check in with yourself every once in a while. So um, on on the Myers Briggs, I'm an ESTJ, which is an executive. And on this mm. website called Sixteen Personalities, they have like little uh, pictures. And this is the most annoying looking person, if you can see. <laughs> it's a Wait, woman, like yeah. <laughs> She's hitting a ruler like a nun. And yeah, that's perfect. That's like uh, umbrage. <laughs> Professor yeah. Umbridge from, it's a real, from Harry Potter. A real taskmaster. Exactly. Yeah. I guess that's me. 
Mm-hmm. Are you, do you like crack the whip like that on people? Or do you kind of naturally lead in like a group setting? Like if you're, yeah. I mean, you I probably find so. it in, in like a writer's room. Can, do you feel I mean, like, yeah, oh, it depends. Let's get organized yeah, people. Yeah, either that or I'm in the corner like thinking it, you know, because sometimes you thinking, can't okay, really okay. speak up. But I, yes, I'm in that corner cracking that you know, ruler on my hand, just waiting for people. That's right. <laughs> God, I love it. Gosh, I got it. Um, okay. I got to do so all that So Stinger, we'll send you all of these tests so that you can find out how chill you are. Yeah, yeah maybe I'm not. Myers-Briggs, uh, the Enneagram, and then ectomorph, ectomorph, metamorph. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the one I'll look into. Yeah. <laughs> can you cheat it? How do you che- like, or do you just were you guys honoring the test and just trying to be as truthful as possible? I tried to honor it. Yeah, yeah. I was honoring yeah. it. I I was very honest, and I yeah, I, it's it's. I think it's real. I think I yeah. <laughs> felt felt right on. It that's right. That's on. cool. I was going to tell you guys about bread. I wanted to ask you about bread. I remember being, when I was a kid, like really excited about bread in restaurants. And um, I always would want to get more bread. And then I would like watch the other tables and see who got their bread. Like, I'm like, I feel like they got here after us and they're already got their bread. <laughs> what would that put me on like a personality test? Like if you're a real bread watcher like that. <laughs> compulsive? That sends you into like uh, compulsive territory. Yeah, you could join me in the threes where the we're threes. psycho. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys still do bread in restaurants, or would you skip it now? I do try to wait as long as possible to start it because mm-hmm. I know once I start, I can't stop. Mm-hmm. It's just the truth for me. So I do I, same with chips, like at a Mexican restaurant. Like when they come out, I have to like wait. Yeah, as can, long as it possible. can affect your meal. Why is yeah. bread? Why is bread so good? What What is it? Because it's free, Ryan. I think that's what <laughs> okay. it was for me. Whenever I would go out to restaurants with my family as well, it would be like, "Oh, bread, free!" You know, and like grab it, <laughs> yeah. put some in your purse. You know, can we get a refill? Yep. Or it's all gone. You know. But I think <laughs> yep. it's just, the excite the excitement of like thinking about what you order, but then being hungry and then eating. You know, I think. But it it's true. Yeah. It fucks it all up. It fucks your meal up. By the time your food gets here, you're like, "Bitch, I'm full." So it does. But I will eat anyway. (laughs) Exactly. But if they ever ask, that's when I'm like, no bread, please. You know, because you have to like, you know, you have to be. But if they bring it, if they bring it out, you know, who are you to say no? It's rude Um, to not. It's rude to not eat. (laughs) Okay. If you had all of, if your choice was Olive Garden breadsticks or Red Lobster cheddar biscuits. Which Obviously, one are you saying? Yes, please. Which one are you turning away? You got to do the Cheddar Bay Biscuits. The breadsticks at Olive mm. Garden can fuck right off, honestly. But I'm surprised <laughs> you didn't say the Cheesecake Factory fucking brown bread bitch. That, oh. I mean, that, I'll never pass that up. And then you're like, well, I got to try the white bread, too. You know, and so you're yeah. going to double the bread. <laughs> yeah. They do have lots of options. God. <laughs> and their portions are as big as a toddler. Their portions yeah. are huge. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an interesting <laughs> unit of measurement. Um, but, yeah, uh, you know, they, people, there's often jokes made about how um, comprehensive and labyrinthian the menu is. Uh, but I noticed mm-hmm. in when I would go there that 
you could go like in completely different directions on what you order, but there's a lot of flavor crossover because <laughs> mm-hmm. you're like, this is like from their quote unquote Italian. And then this is from like, their you know, completely different. I'm like, <laughs> I'm noticing a lot of the same flavors here. I think, I think we're just, you know, repurposing, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, okay, yeah. yeah, this guy, this guy wants Greek. This guy wants <laughs> Mexican. It's, it's chicken. You're getting it. Um, but I don't know. Maybe not. Uh, so, <laughs> Jesse, let's. I, I couldn't tell you the last time I went to a cheesecake factory. Wow, I, that's not true. <laughs> I went for I got a drink before COVID, uh, before a movie, at like the Americana or the Love, one of those. That's two. amazing. What, that's a fun night. Yeah. What movie was it? Yeah. No idea. <laughs> All right. It was over two years ago. <laughs> I would know what it was. And I um, had a fruity, you know, cocktail. Who knows what That's I a saw. great night. That's a great night. That's a home run. Okay. So Jesse, you mentioned you're in part of a new gym now. So what does that look like? What are you doing currently? What's going on and what are your goals? Okay. Great question. And I have the answer. I'm doing F45 right now, which is on the up and up I hear, because I didn't know about it mm-hmm. when I first started. And I remember I had some friends talking about it and I was like, the fuck? Because when I think about, listen, when I think about like gym classes, because it's a workout class that you do, mm-hmm. you know, so you go in, the class does the whole thing. And, you know, you immediately think of like CrossFit or you immediately think yeah, of like yeah, very, yeah. and you're just, for me, for me personally, I'm like, Scientology 2.0, that shit is a cult. No, thank you, Pat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, where I'm Absolutely. like, I'm not getting sucked into that. But might be brainwashed so without knowing it but i'm like that's 45 is good so but i might be brainwashed <laughs> but it's like it's it's a, it's, it's a good it's the, i didn't know this for like the longest time but the f f45 stands for functional 45 and the workouts are 45 minutes and oh. i was like so when i first i was like oh the workouts are only 45 minutes that's oh that's what the 45 stands for you know so it's like easy <laughs> And like, and it, they change it up every day and every week. So you're not doing the same thing every day, week to week, yeah. you know? And so I go five times a week. Oh, so nice. You know, That's awesome. Mondays, Wednesday, month, Mondays and Wednesdays are like cardio days. Tuesday, Thursday, Thursdays are resistance. And then Friday's like kind of like a combo, you know? And yeah. it's all 45 okay. minutes. And like, what I like about it is it's not super clicky. I don't know anyone in my class, barely, you know, back in LA. Mm-hmm. I'm like, we don't talk. Yeah. We don't hang out. We don't get drinks afterwards. No, thank you. No one knows what I do. I don't know what they do. We just show up. We do the workout. We go home, you know, which is so yeah. freeing because it's not, it's the opposite of what I thought it was. But what I love is like, you, you know, they, they show you what to do and then you do it. And then if you get kind of messed up, there's a, there's a, eight TV screens that you can just watch. And then you're like, Oh, that's what to do. You know, so it's very, it's like dummy proof. basically. And like they, you know, each section has like the weights for you. So this one, there's kettlebells. You got to do this. You got to do that. This one, there's like Revo bars. You do that. Boom, boom, boom. And so it's just very easy to follow along. So I've been doing that since September. Nice. So they have cardio that you do. Yes. And this is a lot. This is where it's like a lot of fucking, you got to do like 18 fucking, what do you call it? Squat, squat pulses, you know, or like squat jumps sure. or burpees or jumping star jumps or, you know, all that bullshit. So I don't like that. But what I do like is like, you don't have to do a certain amount. Like they give you time frames. So it's like you do 40 okay. seconds of work, 20 seconds of rest or 30 seconds. Or the highest they go to is like 60 seconds. 
And what I love about that is like, you don't really have to do all 60 seconds, bitch. As soon as, don't. And there's two, there's two trainers. And you know what? All you got to do is when they're watching you do it. But guess what? When their back is turned, ooh, you take a break as long as you want. <laughs> you just got to be careful of those mirrors. Those mirrors will give you away. But exactly. as long as you eyes on the mirror, you got it. You got and, it. And that, But I think oh, they've man. like, the trainers at my gym have caught up to that because they're always watching me. And as soon as they turn their back, they look back right around. Because, you know, when that, back, <laughs> when that back is turned, I'm done. I'm like, no, 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 give me like 30 seconds, you know. But that's what I love about it. It's like, you don't have to do a certain amount of reps. It's all about the timing, which is great. Yeah, that's nice. A little more freedom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like, the, I like the tenements of it all. Like, it's, um, it's yeah, f- bite size, you know, f- mm-hmm. 45 minutes. Like, that's doable. I like that it's functional. I like that yeah. it's mentally stimulating for you and that they're changing it up. I mean, when yeah. you when you go and you kind of pay your money to be involved in this this um organized kind of group guidance, that's that's what you want. That's what you're looking for. Like is it going to mm-hmm. keep me showing up? Is it going to keep me engaged and interested? And to me it sounds like based on what you need from exercise, they're providing it for you. And yeah. I think that they're, you know, some people like the the community that some can gyms that some gyms award. But I get the flip side of not of wanting it to be anonymous because you can get over communi- communityized to where right. you don't want to go anymore. You're like the the politics get a little fucked up or whatever. Like let's just remove the cold aspect from it or any like any kind of unhealthy aspect. Let's just say you have people you look forward to seeing that talk to you and expect you to talk to them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes if you don't have the energy for that, you'll skip going. Right. Like, you know what? I can't. I can't fucking talk. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to say that I'm stressed at work right now or whatever. So I just won't go. It's nice just to be like, you know what? I'm here. I'm fucking clocking in. I'm gonna do my work. I'm gonna get the fuck out, and I'm never gonna see these people again. There is some. Yeah. I, I I see the value in that too. That sounds right, really cool. I'm like, I don't want to go get drinks with you people. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna see you yeah. tomorrow. That's, I'll say. You know what? I've got to play real. Hi, hello. How are you? Good, 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 good. That's all you need for me. That's all yeah. you need from me. <laughs> you know, I, um, you know, Kyle Kenyon. Yes. So Kyle, Kyle, Kyle goes to my gym, UCB funny, you know, he's around doing stuff, but I realized I was, um, talking to Nina. Nina's been on the podcast before Nina Concepcion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was talking to her, they're married. And I said, Nina, can you just give Kyle a, just a quick message from me? Like, I'm so sorry if I'm a bit, because I don't say a word to him and I see him every day. We pass each other like we are strangers. And I was like, I just want to like, I I think he's okay with it. I just want to like say, I see you. And like, I'm just not there for fun and chats. I'm just (laughs) in and out. And I seem like I would maybe be around for chats and stuff. Cause I, in later in a day after I've had coffee, I'm a normal human being. But Mm -hmm. at that time of day, I'm just like, a monster, a <laughs> silent monster. Cause I don't need to be a loud monster. And so I did, I was like, there is, my gym is very community based. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of stepped out of that. And I go to a class that I like, it's a bunch of people who are just silent. And I'm like, I love you guys. I'm grateful for this, like silent hour. We're about <laughs> to have like a little like gym, like, 
breakfast and there's going to be like awards given out. And Mm -hmm. like, it's just like you vote for them. And I'm like, no one in my class knows my name other than Kyle. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm like, but Kyle, he's not even going to vote. And I appreciate that. I'm not voting. My class won't vote because my class is silent. We're not friends. We never claim to be. And so that I'm like the other classes, they hang Mm -hmm. out, they chit chat, they like each other's stuff on Instagram. I'm like, if you guys find me on Instagram, I don't want you to. Please don't look, don't look me up. I don't think you know my last name. Just let's keep it, just keep it gym friends. Block And that's silence. Well, or I, hi, how are you? Hi, nice. Yeah, hi. I, I totally get that. It, it's fucking energy to, you know, some people love that and that's cool. Like then I think it's mm-hmm. it's important to know yourself and know what you're going to, you know. So it could be like you you find yourself not going to this gym anymore. It's because you're dreading having to go and talk to people. And that's, yeah. you're like, oh shit, I, I wasn't being lazy. I was just I actually just fucking dreaded the transfers of energy that that took. And then, so mm-hmm. go find yourself a place where you can be anonymous for me. Like I like it too. Cause sometimes I'll, I'll feel like I look like shit or something. And I don't want to, I don't want to have to care what people think of me, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's nice yeah. if you don't, you could just like, sh- I'm like show up with a fucking, you know, garbage bag on and just look like shit, <laughs> you know, as opposed to like, <laughs> no, these people I know I better, you know, you know, put a little product in my hair, act right, act right, yeah. put a smile <laughs> on my face. Whiten my teeth. Yeah, yeah, it's the whole thing. Dr- yeah. Wait, Jesse, you told me in, in an email that you love your favorite thing is box jumps. I love a box jump. Okay, uh, this, okay. Let's hear it. If we did this backwards, like I would have never seen this coming because of all the cardio hate. And to yeah. me, yeah, box, box jumps, jumps are hard like, as shit. But listen, high well, heart not, rate move. Not really, because you're literally just jumping on a box and then jumping down. That's it. That's all okay. you're doing. <laughs> now, I'm not doing it okay. fast. Maybe I'm doing it wrong, but I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> and, and tell me if this is right. This Because I know there are okay. two different guys. Now, this is the big box, right? Where, like, you put it and then you can mm-hmm. stack it higher, blah, blah, blah. And you're just literally jumping from the floor up into the box, right? And then jumping down, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. What's yeah. easier than that? It's great. And what's great is I started off at like the shorter side, you know, where it's like kind of landscape the box. And then the trainer yeah. came by and she was like, let's try this mate. Cause she's like Australian. And she like flipped it on its side where it was like vertical. <laughs> and I was like, girl, I can't do that. I'm going to like bust my ass. And she was like, you got to believe in yourself. And I was like, okay. And I went one, two, three and I jumped <laughs> and I did it and I did it. And I was like, Oh, this is easy. And so ever since then, oh my God. as soon as I see that box, I'm like, honey, you're going to need to put that on its side. I need that vertical as high <laughs> as it can go. And I'm just ready to go. And I just, you know, you just go, you jump right on it and you jump back off. It's great. It's easy. It's good. My heart doesn't go that high on it, you know, <laughs> but it's fun. That's, I mean, you are, I, I do not have this experience with box jumps. <laughs> my, I see a box jump and I get uh, into the fat burning heart rate zone. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my really? body said, no. Um, now I have and it done, takes, uh-huh. no, I, it takes all of my strength to get my legs to go onto a box. And so the thought like, and you, we have the ones where you can make it higher. And I used to do the middle one. Mm-hmm. And since I turned like 37, I was like, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm right. good at just the lower, the landscape. It's still getting my heart rate up. And I don't feel like at some point someone's going to have to call my next of kin. So that's what I. (laughs) Now the hard one, the other one that I 
busted my complete ass on was the smaller ones where it's, you know, it's like the wire box or whatever, you know, it's like the little, it's the shorter ones mm. where you, we had to do like a shuffle on them, you know, where it's like, Oh yeah. 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 You know? And I, yeah. I'm not coordinated yeah. at all. I can't do a shuffle. I can't, you know, when we're doing like, you know, cones, you know, I'm like, I can't do that. I'm not mm-hmm. a dancer. I never did sports. And so I didn't know how to do the shuffle on the thing. And so I tried, my ass fell right back, almost broke my goddamn wrist <gasps> on the floor, you know? And so every time oh I'm like, I will not do that. I will not do that. Yeah. Bo- the wire box. I don't know what it's called, but I'm like that. I'm going to take my time with box jump. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll jump as high as you want me to. <laughs> That's cool. We so- got guys at my gym stacking because ours are wooden boxes. Mm. So they stack plates on top. Yeah. And I'm like, they have to check the where where they're jumping because we have exposed, like you know, oh it's like industrial God. looking, and they, they get so high up. And I'm like, you guys are dumb, but th- <laughs> but they love it. They're just like, how much higher can I go? And I'm like, y'all just, I don't know, jump out of a plane at this point. Right. This is crazy. Whenever have I'm you like heard- walking through something, I'm like, I wonder if I could jump on that. <laughs> I think that's- <laughs> I know, I bet because it comes like easily to you. Oh, it's so you crazy. Found, you found your thing. You can do that one explosive movement. You got a good vertical and you can jump. That's cool. Yeah. Even- yeah. Can you dunk? Uh, never tried. Never. No, I, I, I'd probably not. <laughs> Maybe you Jesse, could. You don't know. Man. You might be able to dunk. Okay. Next time I'm at a basketball court, I'll try. I'll, I'll <laughs> you know, I'll just go in the middle just of someone's Just see if you can touch game. the rim. Okay. The next, just see if you can touch the rim for starters. I'm and in New then, York right now. There's a lot of like outdoor courts. I'll go interrupt someone's game and be like, fellas, give me one second. Let me see if I can. This is for the Dumbbells <laughs> podcast. One second. And then try to I want you to, next season Please. floor seats at the Lakers. Um, I want you to do it there. Yeah, at crypt, yeah, we will crypto. get you floor seats if you will run onto the court. What's it called now? Crypto Arena or whatever? Oh, yeah, Is it really? Yeah, it's not Staples anymore. It's like I think it's like Crypto Center or some shit. And a banana. Um, crypt, crypto's not going anywhere. Uh, <laughs> so we'll get there. Yeah, that's what everyone says. <laughs> Have you heard stories of like how Bill Gates is all was all obsessed with jumping and would like jump over tables and shit? I swear to God, maybe I no. maybe I made it up. Maybe I made it up, but I feel like I, I read hope that. That's not. I hope it's true. That's funny. <laughs> I feel it's like that could be up. your next. He'd have like parties and shit where they're talking about like philanthropy or something, and then he would like get, get maybe get a little buzz and then like just. Sh- set up tables and shit to jump over in front of people that were there. <laughs> and he's like a billionaire. So all his friends were like, Oh, good job. Yeah. You know, he always Keep, worked. billionaires have no rules. Keep inviting right. me places. Good. You're great. Yeah. <laughs> all the little sycophants like hanging around him and shit. Mm-hmm. He always wore those comfortable shoes. So I believe it. I think he could jump on anything. He always wore like new balances yeah, or something, right? Yeah, big old <laughs> chunky norm core new balances. Like he didn't know it was, <laughs> He didn't know that like he'd have like Bieber would be wearing them later. You know, he's like, he just loved them. (laughs) Um, So F45 has enough places that you can go in LA and New York. Yes. Their thing though, is I think they're franchise. And so my membership in LA does not count for my membership here. So my, my little Mm. scam and I hope I don't get caught is I'm just trying new trials at every single one. You know, so there's one down, there's literally, <laughs> I, there's 
It's a three, great, I, it's a great scam. There's three equidistant from me, and so I'm trying one this week, one next week, and one the other week. Where I'm just like, this is my first time here, and what's great is they do think it's my first time here, so they're like, oh, you're picking this up pretty fast. But then sometimes, <laughs> sometimes they're like, oh, you need you need help, you know? We're like, you're not doing this right, and I'm like, oh, I should be a professional at this, you know? But they 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 see me as like being new. So they're like, you need to bend your back more, do this more. And I'm just like, get off. But when they're like, oh, you can <laughs> you can jump vertically pretty high. That's pretty impressive. I'm like, my little secret. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, I want you to find out how high the box is that you're jumping on. Okay. That's yes. that's your homework. Cause I want to know so we could, you know, brag about it. And then also let us know if you find a basketball hoop. Okay. Yes. I will. Sneak a tape measure in. <laughs> Don't let them see you measure it. It's tough to explain. I know? think the ones I uh, go to have it on the side, so I'll go. Yeah, they're oh, usually on the side. Hopefully, you know. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, I love it. Um, do you have any goals what, uh, before we let you get out of here? Anything that your <sighs> reasons why you're training, what you want to accomplish, what you'd like to do? Well, I think when I first started last year, well, during the pandemic. I stopped working out, obviously, and I tried to do, um, I tried to do, what's the one where you work out? I tried to do P90X at home, and so yeah. I bought weights, oh, I yeah. bought a mat, I did all that, but I can't work out at home. Like, I would be, they, when the guy was like, take a break if you need to, I would just, like, turn it off and go, like, lay down on the couch, you know? So I couldn't <laughs> do workouts, and so I was like, when gyms open back up, I do want to, you know, get in shape and look good, and so that's what led me to F45. And then the last goal I had was when I went to Vegas a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go six times a week. I'm going to eat, you know, high protein, no carbs, just so I can look hot. You know, and I did. And I did all that. And then I finally got to Vegas. And I was just like, I look the same, basically. You know, so I'm like, now I'm like, you know what? I'm in New York right now. I'm eating nonstop bagels and pizza. And my philosophy is, mm-hmm. you know what? Going out to the gym, you know, it's better than not going out. So I'm like basically, you know, yeah. doing all I yeah. can. And I'm going to eat whatever I want, drink whatever I want, half a bottle of rosé today. Hello. I don't care. Thank so, you. Because yeah. I think, you know, for my body, it would look almost identical if I were to diet and, you know, be crazy or if I were to just not give a fuck. So I'm like, I'd rather just not give a fuck and have a good time, you know, and if I look sexy mm-hmm. sometimes, that's fine. So that's that's my philosophy right now is just to have fun do what i want and you know go to the gym as much as i can i think it's a great headspace to be in i mean something that comes up on the show is that people will fall off of eating and then they'll fall off of exercise at the same time and then they're Mm -hmm. like and then they'll like get their eating on track and then they'll start working out and they they shouldn't have to go hand in hand it should be to where you just you do the exercise that makes you feel good that keeps your body strong and in shape. And then you eat, I would say reasonably. And then, you know, if you're having like, you're on a New York trip and you're indulging a little bit more than maybe you normally would, but you maintain your exercise, you're going to be fine. And then there's something that's going to come up and you'll maybe scale back or whatever. You get busy with work and you just can't go out to eat as much, whatever it is, you'll be fine. But for some reason, I think that people will fall off on both of them. So I think if you can maintain one or the other, and it seems like the most lifestyle friendly would be some kind of physical activity, just always maintain that, you're going to be okay. And the, you know, the diet's going to be, or the food that you eat is going to be touch and go. And, you know, ultimately you'll right. be okay. But I think that's a great headspace to be in. 
Thank you. <laughs> if I could co-sign on what you're doing. Oh yeah. Aaron, you Bagels wanna... pizza workout. Yeah. We're all about <laughs> it. Sounds like a dream, honestly. Bagels pizza uh, rose. Here we are. So people should definitely check out Maggie on Hulu in July. Yeah. Uh it's gonna be great, super fun. Um, you've heard how funny Jesse is, so you can imagine. Um, and is there anything else you want to plug? Anything else you want people to check out your social media or anything? I'm on, um, Instagram at Jesse is awesome with some underscores in between there. I'm on Twitter. You don't need to follow me. I don't really tweet that much, but it's Jesse. Don't think. <laughs> so if you want to go on Twitter at Jesse, don't think fine. You can follow me. It's not that interesting. I'd rather have you follow me on Instagram. So Jesse is awesome. Fun handles. Our handles are the dumbbells um, across all social media platforms. And you can email us if you are lonely um, or have a long question or a flex you want to throw at us. We could read it on our next uh, questions app uh, at askthedumbbells at gmail.com. Gmail.com. The email provided for free by Google. (laughs) thank you pretty exciting stuff guys that's how we plug our email uh so on behalf of myself and aaron mcgowan we're the dumbbells our wonderful guest today jesse esparza we like to remind everybody that's out there listening to train dirty eat clean and live in between bye-bye wow (laughs) you're just laughing that was fun that was a headgum podcast